Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.com Dot com, this sounds like a man who hasn't planned a fake website. I haven't planned a fake website. <laughs> well, while, while we, uh, do you want to quickly think of one in your head? No, the moment's gone, you see. It has to be then, there and then. He has burned it up. But I will just say, the reason being, I went back to work today. I've had a very busy day. I, I literally didn't have time to take my phone out of my pocket and look on Wiki. There's your commitment to the podcast. And we are also joined by uh, Mr. Daniel Boyd, returning with a little section called Drop In with Dan Boyd. Hello, Dan. How are you doing? It's great to be back. Uh, it's lovely to hear from you again. Great did, to have you. Did you do a fake website, Dan, in lieu of Sam? Um, no, I have a website, but we can call it a fake <laughs> website because it's still not been updated since about 2017, so we'll just we'll say it's a fake website. <laughs> right, go for it. Let's, let's, let's pretend it's a fake website. Uh, I was going to do the T-shirt, though, with all the, all the, all the .coms on it. Um, I've done uh, yeah. to that, but um, that will be good when it's done, I hope. Um, well, it will. I mean, the sooner you do it, the less work you'll have. If you, if you don't do it, if you don't get around to it until next year, there'll be another. I know that's true. Knows how many websites on it? That's it. It's going to go out of date really fast. That's the only thing. Why yeah. you run? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I am thinking of of ending that particular gag. I hadn't discussed it with anyone until this very moment. So, um, you know. Well, you'll be you'll be pleased to hear that uh, you are going to be challenged um, repeatedly this episode. Uh, today's episode is a retrospective of the episodes we've done in 2020, oh, and I have compiled a list of all of your uh, your websites, and you will be quizzed on them. Have you? Wow. wow. Clearly a man with no job. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. Clearly a man who's, um, yeah, who's, who's given up his job and took December off. <laughs> so your, yeah, the, the, your level of preparation outshines mine. Massively. And, I didn't and, even come up with a website for today's episode, and you've compiled a list of all of the other websites. And you had fuck all to do apart from that. <laughs> I know, I forgot. Uh, see, for a wee split second, I'm like, oh, the podcast must be getting big enough that Ben can quit the job and do it full time. But... Oh, I wish. <laughs> the sponsors aren't that big yet, I'm afraid. But, but, but shall we do the sponsors now while we're on the, on the subject? Yes, of course, yes. If you'd like to start. Certainly, certainly. I've got a couple of absolute belters this week. A couple of corkers. Firstly, I'm sponsored by the BIP. <laughs> yes, it is. Where did you pull that from? It's the BIP pop-up lollipop holder. I've got Lovely. mine uh, from the grandkids this Christmas. It's in the form of a, of a minion from Despicable Me. You simply insert your lollipop inside and, uh, and then... It, up with the push button to reveal the lollipop. You can then take it to the mouth. Yeah. Enjoy those lovely fruity flavours of Chubba Chups, another sponsor. What flavour are you dealing with there? Orange. And uh, then it closes back up. You can pop it in your pocket, and basically it's a mobile lollipop holder. And move on with your life. Exactly. And another... Yeah, yeah, another big sponsor. I'm just going to reach behind me. These came in the post today. Oh, wow, provided... Well, I said they came in the post. We went to um, Asda. Uh, these are the these are the Asda chive and onion mini twists. Oh, right. So uh, you've actually picked a su- picked up a full supermarket. 
Yes, Asda, and this was the first product they asked this me to, the thing that they gave you. to promote. Yeah, it's the chive and onion mini twists. Absolutely delicious. Well, they, it has been a light year sales-wise on the on the chive and onion mini twists. And they so thought they this is the podcast to give it that push, so I can give up my job. Let's let's push <laughs> it. Okay. Well, I'm once again joined by Brewdog. They are very good to me on a consistent basis. <laughs> and uh, what flavour do you have there? I say what flavour? What? This is their classic, the the beer that started it all, a punk IPA. But I will be moving on to Hazy Jane very shortly. And I did enjoy over Christmas some Quenchquake, which I, I've gone on record before as saying is one of my favourites. When we played snooker on Christmas Day in, mm. in, in at our at our mum's house in the garage, you were very Sweet. very pleased to be on the Quenchquake, weren't you? I was over the moon. So so pleased, in fact, that I drank a bottle of prosecco. Yes, as as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just in case. Uh, Dan, have you got any sponsors this week? Have you got a drink in front of you or, or uh, a, a, a crisp of some sort? No, I've got, I've got two drinks in front of me. Um, one that I'm drinking just now because I've yet to have something to eat for my dinner. But the, the drink I'm on there, I've just got a bottle of Iron Brew. Um, bottle because, of Iron Brew. You know, just stereotype, but just a bottle of ginger that, for the that, podcast. That is fantastic. Um, and I've got a wee uh, Highland Park that I got for my Christmas, 12-year-old single malt that I'm going to get into after oh, I jump off this. That so. sounds very nice. I mean, that, no, it doesn't. It sounds absolutely disgusting. So <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'd rather have a carling, frankly, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it. <laughs> now, yeah. now, as we talk about stereotypical Scottish actions, um, I asked a question in the last episode whether whether... Scotsman pronounce can't stop, can he stop? Can you uh, can you clarify whether that is true or false? Can he stop me? I'm just addicted to the shindig. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Can he stop? Addicted to the shindig. That's lovely stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, Dan, you are here because you did write in with a question, um, a, a wee question for the pod. Yes. Now, do you have that question in front of you, or would you like me to read it? No, I've got it in front of me. Um, right, let's hear I can it. read it. I can read it word for word, or I can. Uh, so I'd love um, yeah, to do a better it. job than me. Riff it. Um, so I, I was. I think in the last episode I was on, we were talking about how good it is that you've got all your sort of individual tracks for a lot of the songs. You can listen to like John's guitar track from certain songs, and you can listen to drum track to play along with, and all the rest of it. But one thing that's sorely lacking in terms of the sort of Chili Peppers online stuff is acoustic stuff, in my opinion. Um, you can go into sort of back catalogues of other bands, and there's like full acoustic albums. Even John Frusciante's obviously got the Shadows acoustic album, and there's like there's Nirvana, MTV Unplugged, and there's there's all these great acoustic albums and the Chili's don't really have anything like that and me me being me I like, I like going into that kind of deep cut stuff and listening to acoustic versions of like acoustic version for the 90s as opposed to an acoustic version for 10 years later and try to work out the difference and things like that um, so I think it would be really really cool if they could either do a set like a kind of maybe a live album like an MTV live type album um, you know just playing their sort of best of acoustically um, and maybe throwing in some sort of B-sides and deep cuts. Um, and same, saying that, though, I mean, there's nothing to see on a new album. There might not be a song like that that sort of scratches that itch as well, because um, we also don't know what's coming on a new album. So we'll see. But I just thought it would be interesting, and I wondered if it was something that you ever sort of thought of and missed and thought, oh, that would be cool to have that. 
it is actually something that we thought of at length in the past, in, in God's year of 2009, when we were um, an offshoot of the lukewarm chili peppers was the lukewarm acoustic peppers. Right. And so I have actually got in front of me a lukewarm acoustic pepper set list from the 28th of November, 2009, oh, wow. which we can, it certainly is, uh, well, it's moderately exciting, which we, <laughs> we, which we can have a look at in a minute. But yeah, you mentioned on your email as well, you've got some examples of, of where you can hear them um, doing acoustic stuff. The Silver Lake Conservatory, 2016 with Josh, the Bridge School Benefits gig. I think there's a 2000 and a 2004. Um, iTunes yeah. originals as an under the bridge acoustic. Um, for my uh, really, really good memory uh, I've got is back in the, by the way era, as they were releasing Cabron um, or as they were releasing the album, it might, um, they went on to Jonathan Ross and played Cabron live uh, at the, at the outro for the show. And right. Vanessa phoned me up and said, the Chilies are on um, on Jonathan Ross. I think they did an interview. Then went and did Cabron, and it's a really, really good performance of it. The Swans dressed in his is classic. Uh, I think you know his baseball top, kind of those red shorts set up. Yes, he's got your the, the sort of three quarter length arms. Yeah, and my red and shorts. Red shorts. Yeah. yeah, lovely stuff, and that's a great performance. But um, yeah, there is a bit of a dearth of stuff out there. There's not the, the classic unplugged performances like you got back in the in the nineties and like the, the earlier two thousands when MTV were doing that with like the, the, you know, we'll just go through our stereotypical bands. You've got REM unplugged, Pearl Jam unplugged. Uh-huh. Uh, the Nirvana gig obviously was huge. There's a really, really good Biffy Clyro unplugged set as well. I've seen that recently. And, uh, Howard Stern. I mean, I'm not a massive Howard Stern fan. I used to like him. I think it's a bit silly now, but, um, a lot of his sort of acoustic stuff's also really good over the years. There's a lot of yeah, recordings. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's the sad thing about it is that we will never get that, that time back. So even if they did some stuff going forward, you know, th- there's never going to be something from the early 90s or even further back than that. It, yeah. It's just not there. And it is it is a real sort of gap in their, in their live history. So there's, a, there's an old version. I think they're in Amsterdam, and it's just John and Anthony, and they're doing it yeah, on the yeah, on a little boat. Yeah, like, and it's it's poor video quality, but it's it's an interesting version. John does a bit of it funky is. monks as well, doesn't he? Yes, yes, he does. And th- that was not long before John left, and he didn't. He he sort of gone on record as to saying that he really didn't want to go on that trip, uh, but for some reason Flea couldn't do it, so they made him go. And you know they did they did that stuff and did various other presses, I think, but. I yeah. need to go on record here and say I've never heard you say the word presses before. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I did. I said, <laughs> you just dropped off. I said to Dan, who's never said that word in his life before? <laughs> well, you see, Dan might have thought that I, I was up with all the lingo. No, I, I immediately. <laughs> I, I immediately. And like 10 seconds after you said that word, I made it clear to Dan that that's the first time you've used it. It is. I mean, I, 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 I didn't know whether I'd get away with it, but I didn't. No, picked up on that straight away. So those those gigs, um, Silver Lake Conservatory, I don't think is is a particularly good representation of them live. Um, mm. Dan, have you got any thoughts on that one? 
Yeah, I would agree. Um, I remember when they were doing it. I remember it was announced. I thinking, oh, cool, that would be interesting. And then I think James Corden introduces him, so that was the first strike for me. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was just really underwhelming. I thought, you know, yeah. I was expecting more. I was expecting more from it at the time. Yeah. And it's yeah, something I've not really revisited that much since, maybe a couple of times, but... Yeah, and I think that that's that's telling. It's a pro- the same for me, actually. Uh, you know, I, having seen it a couple of times, I just have very rarely gone back to it. And I think you say, it just, it leaves me cold. It leaves me disappointed every time I watch it. There's much more other chilies, you know, stuff that is so much better. So Well, well so. done. Good sentence structure there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was, that was I learned that in my, my last presser. <laughs> so I've got the set list for the Bridge School gigs, 2000. I'll, I'll leave out the covers. In uh, 2000, they did Road Tripping, Cali, Breaking the Girl, Other Side, Power of Equality, Under the Bridge. And they also did, a, did four or five covers. In 2004, they did Cabron, um, By the Way, Other Side, Breaking the Girl, Parallel Universe, Road Tripping, Desecration Smile, Under the Bridge, They're Red Hot, uh, Cali, uh, and Scar Tissue, I Could Have Lied, and Power of Quality. So Power of Quality is an interesting... Um, this made it into both of them. Mm. And Parallel Universe is, a, is an interesting uh, inclusion as well. I don't think we put that in the lukewarm acoustics. No, we certainly did not. Just having a quick look. So what song... Dan, have a quick have a quick think. What songs is missing there that you might like to hear as a as an acoustic track? Sam, is that your phone on or Dan? Who do I have to tell off? That is it's not my phone, it's my pet cuckoo. Right, well if you can just strangle that cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> um this is this is if you're just asking me what I would like to hear, I would I would go for someone. Um <laughs> if you say that I just Acoustically with John's folk backing vocals and Andy's lead vocals, I think that would just be really cool to hear, you know, live acoustically. You dropped but out for me there. You dropped out for me there, Dan. What did you say? Um, I was saying that someone would be great to hear oh, acoustically. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Sam, Sam loves that one. Well, that, the in, that's interesting because it's a song that I was familiar with and before we did the B-Sides episodes. But, ha- you know, in preparation and doing those B-Sides episodes, I just think that is such a good song. And I think, it gets a lot of love online as well. I do think it's a crime that it never made it on. You know, every yeah. time I listen to it, I'm like, ah, it should have been on. Yeah, I think, I think it should have. But I do, I, I think sometimes it helps a song to gain a cult following if it's not on an album. Yeah. Uh, and it can be really, really nice to discover a song that, you know, you, you don't know about until sometimes years after the album as well. Some of and those speed rides I'd, I'd never heard, so... There's also the kind of selfish part of you that's like, oh, I know that song and no one else does. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's how I felt about John Fashante's solo music for a long time. <laughs> I tried to keep it hidden. Well, you, kept, you didn't keep it that well hidden. It's all you talked about for... Well, I tried to keep it hidden whilst constantly playing constantly, it. Constantly playing it and talking yeah. about nothing apart from John Fashante. Yeah, it was a strange tactic. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly was. I'm, I'm sure John appreciated it. Right, should we have a look at the lukewarm acoustic peppers uh, set list then from 2009? Sam, have you got any memory at all of what songs you sang that night? I certainly have. Um, the Zephyr song. Yes. yes. Uh, Under the Bridge. I bet we did that, yeah. 
I could have lied. No. Uh, yeah, we did, yeah. We did. Uh, Cali? Yeah. Yeah. I'll stop, mm. I'll stop you there. Yeah, okay. Um, I think it's quite important uh, also when you do acoustic sets. I always feel that they are filled out with a second guitarist as well. Mm. We had a second guitarist that, uh, that night, didn't we? We had uh, Tom Lucas, your brother-in-law. Yes, he is my brother-in-law. Very, very talented guitarist. And I do feel that some, that some of the music that's been played uh, acoustically loses stuff because it goes too quiet. I mean, I say that about, about you know, fully amplified music sometimes. But I always like having a second guitarist, even when you've got a, a bassist who is as good as Flea is. It helps to have yeah. a, a second guitarist to fill it out. And I think... Well, it doesn't. Going back to REM, they had Holes Apple... They had Peter Hull's Apple, of course. Um, Alice in Chains, I think, had two guitarists, possibly, when they did their un- uh, Unplugged. Um, unsure. Maybe not. I they, think Lane certainly might have strummed along to a couple. Nirvana certainly had um, Pat Smear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I think he was at the MTV. And then Oasis had Game. There was a backing guitarist for the Oasis one yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I do feel it. Oh, if you've got more examples, Dan, of other guitarists playing acoustically, carry on. Well, no, no, I was just, I was just going about the ancient art of weaving that. So, <laughs> oh, well, exactly, exactly. That, that's exactly. What it, that's what it's all about. And there is something lost if, on an album, you do have two guitar tracks and one of them is is stripped away. It's easier to cover if you play an electrically. You, you can use effects uh, and you can just make more noise with an electric guitar sometimes. Um, so yeah we did this with two guitarists I'll just have a quick swig of beer and then we'll go through it Sam can you generate some golden content please certainly it was the early 1980s when the seed of what was to thank you very much that's plenty that's plenty thank you okay All right. so we had we opened with universally speaking which is on point did we indeed it's a good opener it's a great it's a great opener then uh, scar tissue. Fantastic! Oh, I must have been. This was just one night, was it, that we did this? I think we might have done it twice. I think we did peppers. I think we did it at V's place as well. I think this is the this is the setlist from V's place. I think oh, okay. We well, we definitely did it down at the malt. Yeah, but I couldn't find the setlist for the malt because I obviously we're not going in houses at the moment, so I had to phone Mum and get her to search through a computer to print this up. Okay, anyway, carry on. Third, well, we've opened with two belters. Next one is I could have lied. Mm, slow it down. Mm, keep them thinking. And here's the one from left field, Mellowship Slinky. Wow. Oh. Acoustically. Uh, but I do also like when bands tackle songs that you wouldn't immediately think of. <laughs> mm. uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Then we did Cabron. Yeah, fine. Oh, no, I think we really enjoyed that. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm sure we did. I think we enjoyed it all, didn't we? Unknown. It was uh, so long ago. <laughs> I, I think it was the whiskey that it meant that I can no longer remember any of this. <laughs> you drank whiskey? Yeah, I had a sore throat at these one, so I had to drink whiskey. Uh, um, mate, I'm surprised you were standing by Cabron. Yeah, well, I might not have been. <laughs> You're not a hardened whiskey drinker like Dan Boyd. Absolutely <laughs> not. And it wasn't a single malt. It was... Um, Probably uh, a terrible famous grouse. Yeah. Uh, Dan Boyd drinks it for fun. You drink it for medicinal purposes. I drink it for, <laughs> well, that's, that's my job. Next up was Callie. 
here's an interesting choice and one that I think worked really well. We did easily. I, I, it's funny, yeah, I do remember we were very pleased with that. What really worked well was the outro solo at the end, repeating riff mm. against the, and uh, Tom was doing the double time strumming. That, that, sounded, that sounded really good. Yeah. All right, here's, here's uh, a deeper cut then. We did Save the Population next. Did we? Yeah, I mean, these people, at these people at Vanessa's work must have been absolutely loving it. They must have been thrilled. Um, wet Sand. And then we finished uh, the first half off with Havana Affair. Yeah, we didn't skip then if that was just one half. No, mate, I'm staggered by how many songs we played. The thing is, the thing about singing the chilies is that it's, you know, there's not really any let up in the, on the voice. It's, it's full on. And when you're doing it acoustically, you're even more exposed than normal. So it's no wonder I had to get drunk. I know. Well, quite well. Is is that why you've always got drunk at Chili's Cafe? <laughs> <laughs> that's that to this day. That's why I get drunk. Yeah. So Just that, you from ca- that one night. carried that over onto the podcast. Then it's a twelve-year. It's, 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 yeah, it's a hell of a yeah, absolutely. Well, fair play, mate. You're doing a sterling Side job. Of it. Been, been felt. Mm. No memory. You don't know what PT boat stands for in uh, Havana. Right. I do. Go on then, because we talked about it on the episode. Mm, last episode. I bet you can't uh, remember. Patrol. Go on. Patrol team. No, that's absolutely fucking atrocious. <laughs> P- tor- torpedo boat, I think. I've forgotten myself. PT? PT boat? Yes. Portido. Uh, Dan, can you just quickly look, while we continue through the list, can you quickly look up what a, what a PT boat was? <laughs> sure. Thanks. <laughs> okay, we, we opened the second half with Other Side, which cool. works really well with the second guitarist. We played that at the Hangar Farm gig that myself, you, and um, uh, fellow musician Scott Kempsey did a few months ago. Yes, and didn't we compose the new start to that song as well yeah where we did it slow and deep yeah long and deep breathe it in deep yeah yeah breathe it in deep a patrol torpedo boat lovely stuff so that was 50-50 work from us yeah yeah Yeah. not bad at all the brothers working in a harmony I'm quite pleased with that and then confirmation from Dan Boyd so that that was literally everyone on the podcast contributing there doing their bit next song second song second half road tripping Man, there's a couple of interesting choices coming up here. Next, next one, great song, minor thing. Jesus. Then strip my mind. I'm staggered. Dan, can you see me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can see the shock. I'm staggered. (laughs) (laughs) He is staggered. Look at him. Uh, Hang on, Dan. So does this mean you can also see me do this with my lolly? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. Doing that. <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little minion, turn it sideways. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boom! Great stuff. Um, I might put up a picture of this uh, sponsorship on uh, online. Yeah. Uh, the Zephyr song. Then, yes, which I did remember. Then comes Venice Queen. Mate. Then Hunt the Bump. What? <laughs> then I think that worked quite well. Then can't stop. And yeah, no, these are getting more eclectic. <laughs> uh, then, what do you think we finish off with? Then two songs to close off with. Uh, Dan, you can have a guess, and then Sam can have a guess. Two songs, uh, or maybe Sam, about, you get maybe Sam, you guess first. 
Okay, I'll say uh, Apache Rose Peacock. I know we did that in the band, okay. so that's got okay. possibility. Okay, in the last Are two we? of an acoustic set. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, and then I'm trying to think of a big one that we might where, have done. Where we haven't played oh, Under oh, the Bridge what? yet. Oh, Under the Bridge. Right. And had- then finished off with Apache Rose Peacock. Okay, Dan, <laughs> what, what do you think we said? Uh, let's go Venice Queen and Under the Bridge okay ah. well it's Under the Bridge and Danny California oh yeah close, it, it, close it off lovely 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 stuff that gig enjoyed that thoroughly yeah. well there you go but let's ask this question then why do we think the Chilis haven't done more of this kind of thing I thought about it myself and I don't know if I'm reading into it too much but I've wondered if it's to do with Anthony's voice abilities and possibly not being able to carry it without a lot of production behind them. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I'm reading into it too much, but that's mm, always been back in my mind. I mean, well, I'm glad you said it then. Yeah, I mean, we're not, I mean, we're not two people to criticize the Swans voice. Are we Sam? So I don't know who, <laughs> who this rogue element is coming in from Scotland. I know the backlash. I'm warning you now, Dan, the backlash is massive. For that kind of thing. <laughs> Dan Boyd, you've opened up. Oh, you're, in now. Yeah, you're for it now, buddy. Um, but what, but I think, I think there, there is possibly something in that. And as I said, you know, his, his style of singing is particularly full on and particularly trying on the voice. So it, it could be that. And without, without the, you know, all those other elements that you, they normally have, he is rather more exposed than normal. So, yeah, I think there is something to be said for that as well. I'm not entirely sure it's their favorite kind of style of music to play. I think they'll, they'll go in and do it when to raise a bit of money for various things. Yeah. Uh, but I, do you I think think the, the energy as well? Do you think it's to do with? I mean, I, I suppose because there's a lot of time it's sitting down and there's not as much kind of fast paced energy that the chilies can normally generate. And I wonder if that's maybe a reason. Yeah. Because you think of Flea, when Flea, you know he does his best, he he kind of sways around in that, you know. But they they can't get going, so I think that that could be it. I think Josh gave it a lot at the Silver Lake Conservatory. Yes, he did. But I found that quite quite weird for someone playing the acoustic guitar to be that ferocious. That went into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just you calm down. <laughs> yeah, calm down, mate. You're playing an acoustic guitar. <laughs> Sit there, don't move. Do you think that was the beginning of the end? <laughs> yeah, that was when they, they realised. Yeah, I think during that gig, you can see the swan dialing John up. Mm. Yeah, backstage, he's just <laughs> going to Corden. Yeah. Johnny's gone mad, we need you back. <laughs> Lead you back in three years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I think. Um, well, we've got the the man on the line, Dan Boyd. Do you feel that your question has been answered to your satisfaction? I do. Yes. Thank you for having me on to discuss it. Not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. Okay. Well, with a pleasure. Well, we will continue continue on with the episode, and we will see you all soon.
Lovely to hear there from Dan Boyd uh, from Bonnie Scotland. It certainly I, was. I managed to get through the entire thing without doing a Scottish accent, I think. You did, although you did ask a question about can't stop. Yes, can he stop? Nice to have that confirmed. Hmm. But that's how Scottish people say that. Now, we are going to be talking about the episodes that we did in the year of 2020. It's the 2020 retrospective, if you will. It is. It's a chance for all of us, you know, within the universally speaking community to just take a step back and think about exactly what we've done. What on earth we've been talking about for this year. What, yes. gib- what gibberish we've, we've gone what on about. do we remember about it? Not much. Very little, so it might be a short episode. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> what podcast? Uh, so, um, well, let's start off, in fact, controversially, in 2019. Episode went out on 16th of December. The emergency episode, John is back. John is back. We were all very excited. Wow. What are you drinking there that's put you... Uh, uh, Hazy James just hit me between the eyes. Lovely stuff. Um, John was back. We thought, here we go. Within within weeks, we'll have new material. Oh, that more golden content. More golden content stemming from the early to mid-1980s. At least a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, what we had was one one live performance that Chad couldn't even be bothered to turn up for. Yeah, that artist. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was about it. Yeah, lovely stuff. Thanks, Jillis. Uh, what we have had, though, is lots of people doing great work on on the social medias, on the socials, mm. putting mm. stuff together in lieu of the chilies actually doing it themselves or employing people to do it themselves and yes. the community has really kind of come together um we've had thank you to all the people that have listened to these episodes thank you all to all the people who have contributed um i particularly remember we did that um we did that controversial uh, vote on twitter didn't we so thank you to uh, red hot chili potatoes for helping oh, us wow. with that that was controversial where scottish you only didn't win because you voted for wet sand <laughs> Even <laughs> even though you wanted scar tissue to win. I know. Brilliant stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, John was back. Great, great stuff. Emergency episodes came in. Now, our first show of 2020 was released on January the 3rd. It was I'm With You Part 1. Oh, I remember it. I'm clearly. With You Part 1. So, your, um, your website was .ze. What was that? You only have five seconds for each of these. Zimbabwe. Correct. All right, just put, put him under a bit of pressure. And he, he, he yeah, come, yeah. Come so, and I just, just wanted to make sure, you know, that's one, only, of my most popular, one of my most popular sites. I didn't want to get it wrong. Well, you're only getting five seconds per, mate, because they are, Sorry, it's no problem. They are, they no, are your businesses. It's no problem. Okay, so on uh, I'm With You Part 1, we did uh, Monarchy of Roses, Factory of Faith, Brendan's Death Song, Ethiopia, Annie Wants a Baby, Look Around, and Maggie. Uh, so strong opinions abounded there. What would you say, just on that little list, what's your favourite track off that album, off that half of that album? Well, I mean, i tell you what it isn't. Uh, it isn't Rain Dance Maggie. That was made very clear. That's for sure. Um, my favourite, well, I, I, I think there's a lot, of, a lot to be said for Monarchy of Roses as an opener. There certainly is, which we did say. Yeah, we did. Um, it's a, it's a strong it's a strong selection of tracks. 
Brendan's death song. Oh, it's so I'm good. Drawn, always drawn to it. Always. So could be that. Could be that. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very strong. Sorry, I was swallowing the mouth a little bit, man. It's a you very, are. very strong first half of an album. Yeah. I think my eye is drawn to um, Ethiopia as, as one of my yeah. favorites. Factory well, of Faith is great. Brendan's Death Song is oh, great. Roses is great. Um, and you then I'm not so keen on Annie Wants a Baby, but I like it. Yeah. For me, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> for me. No, no, for you. Annie wants for a baby. baby. Look around, and Maggie aren't as good. Look around, the best of those three. Yes, yeah. Uh, Actually, you know, Andy, like I say, Ethiopia is it's so strong, so strong. Which is what makes those weaker tracks stand out all the more. It's a hell of an album. I think what we did come away with was just what a good good album it is. And we went mm. on to discuss that in episode fifteen, two weeks later, with I'm with you part two. Mm. When we discussed, did I let you know? Goodbye, hooray! Happiness loves company. Police station. Even you, Brutus. Meet me at the corner and dance, dance, dance. Yes. Talk me through some of those. Well, we got we got in all kinds of trouble for our scathing viewpoint on dance, dance, dance. I wouldn't say we got in all sorts of trouble. Certainly, Hamish likes it more than we do, but I don't think he scathed us, did you, Hamish? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. He didn't. He didn't. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there. I I love uh, Brutus, so I'm going to stick my colours to that particular mast. I more and more and more fall in love with um, Happiness Loves Company. Yeah, well, included in the wedding, as we said. Yeah, Police Station is... Police Station is great. Is genuinely great. Meet Me at the Corner is great. Even You, Brutus, is great. Uh, it's another, it's a solid album, mate. Yeah, Meet Me at the Corner is lovely. And so you're, I've immediately forgotten to quiz you, uh, oh. .fj. Fiji. Straight in there. Well done. So how's the Fiji business going? I mean, it is, it, it, it got off to such a strong start and then we have had a little bit of fall off. That was the, of course, Fiji was the, uh, the love island that you visited. Did you find love there? No, I took my love with me. That's exactly what you said on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, I think <laughs> that's exactly what you said as I was skipping through them to find out these uh, these sites. Uh, <laughs> I, I did catch little bits and pieces, and uh, yeah, I know all of these episodes word for word. <laughs> Nothing if not consistent. <laughs> uh, See, so uh, Jonathan Tarpley put a good uh, 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 section of the um, of the podcast up on Instagram where he uh, kind of audio grabbed a bit where we're talking about Stadium Arcadium and talking. You, you're, I, I've got the tab book and you say, oh, so you're, you're doing the book version. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Nice. I have not seen that, but thank you for putting it up. Um, episode 16 was a, was an interesting one uh, because we had been so effusive uh, on the 16th of December with John coming back that uh, the next yeah. episode 16 was Josh on uh, Mark Maron. Mark Maron. Oh, yeah. Mark yes, Maron. Mark Maron. Mark Moron, who knows? Um, and I think we, I think that tempered our enthusiasm slightly, didn't it? Um, to hear how humble Josh had been through very, very difficult circumstances. It did for you more so than me. Hmm. I was, I, I still was humbled and, and said, you know, I've gone on record to say that I think he handled that extremely well. But my excitement levels were still high. So you, you were humbled, but slightly less humbled than me. 
Hmm. Yes. And I think an interesting conversation, uh, that that's chat between. Oh, no, no doubt. It was an interesting conversation. Very, it was very interesting. Confirmed. If there was any doubt, it's now confirmed. That was an interesting conversation and mm. it was dot your website was dot jp uh, ooh, uh oh come on mate really oh japan sorry that was it mate you only didn't get timed out because i was drinking a mouthful of beer well that's fine we, these things happen we moved on we moved on to episode 17 and and realize this mate at the start of the year We'd only, we were only moving into episode 14. We're now on episode 41 or 42. Yeah, it was early days. And it was still reasonably early days. So, episode 17, we, we did a John Fashante special, Inside of Emptiness. Oh, what a time. What now, a time to be alive. I, I did, this is when we were recording at Mum and Gordy's house. Yes, um, it was. Over in the far corner of the room. It's the room where we did the shadow puppetry talk that time. That made it into an episode. Uh, but this was where that we had a, a 12 to 15 minute chat about Denmark for some reason. And ba- it was very bacon related. Yeah. And then we didn't. Oh, did, it, did, it, make, did it, it, it make it? It didn't record. <laughs> so we then uh, recreated that chat slightly. But it wasn't yes. as good as the first time. No, it wasn't as good. It never, no. it never is. In those days, we were forever forgetting to press record well it wasn't so much that we had to switch certain switches for some reason didn't we on Google's yeah. setup that we were using it was ridiculous it was, complicated. Was um you asked me i said i was 100 percent committed to smoked bacon fine you, you asked me would i ever eat non-smoked bacon even and i said no and you said even in the presence of someone who was allergic to smoke yeah. And I said, no, I would still eat smoked bacon. Wow. That just goes to show that you are one selfish. They might die. Yeah, well, that's a risk I'm willing to take. If you're allergic to smoked bacon, don't come and have breakfast with me. To be fair, come round afterwards. I appreciate your fairness. And uh, you're quite right. Okay, so we talked about what I saw, the world's edge, inside a break, a firm kick, look on, emptiness, I'm around. Six 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 triple six. Yes, the number of the beast. Yes, interior two and scratches. Just so we did the whole thing. We did the whole thing. At that point, we obviously didn't understand that we have a finite amount of content to talk about. So, uh, pick, pick out a couple of favourites from that lot. Uh, I'm around. Yes, yes. And um, scratches. Yeah, absolutely. Scratches before that we have performed live. I'm around is just a world class song. I'll pick a different couple. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a firm... 666 and interior two. Absolutely, two of my favourites. I'm going to pick a firm kick and the world's edge. Yeah, great, great, great picks, man. Great tunes, man. Okay, (laughs) so we then moved on to episode 18. We insisted insisted on doing it uh, chronologically. Yeah, and we are... Sticklers for detail. Absolutely. Apart from, I think I called episode sixteen, episode seventeen, episode sixteen, or vice versa, because of the um, the the emergency episode, the emergency episode about Josh on Mark Maron. I <laughs> can never say <laughs> that properly. So that's the point when I decided in introduction to stop saying the episode number. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So uh, episode eighteen was B sides and bits and pieces. Uh we spoke about Quixotic Elixir, Gong Lee, Body of Water, Joe, 
slowly, deeply, and someone. We did, didn't we? Yes, yes, yes we did. We really did. My favourite, obviously, is someone. Touched on that earlier. You, you did. But I also did enjoy Joe, which was surprising to me. Well, it wasn't that surprising because I'd listened to it in the build-up, but it was surprising at that point. Yes. You obviously love Quixotic Elixir. Absolutely. I'm no, I'm, I also like Gong Lee. Yeah, which is, you know, mental. <laughs> Fair play. But it, it is what it is. It is what it is. We enjoyed it. And as I said before, doing those B-Sides episodes really, you know, opened me up to back to those songs again. Absolutely. Some of them I was more familiar with than others, but they're all, they've all got qualities, of course. Uh, yes, they have. Especially Quixotic Elixir, I think, is top, top notch. Well, I think you'll find it would be quite close if we did a poll between Quixotic Elixir and someone. Okay, now I've forgotten again. Uh, episode 17, Inside of Emptiness. DK. Uh, ooh, uh, Dominican Republic? No, think about what we talk, talked about. Oh, Denmark. <laughs> that must be why we were talking about bacon. It must have been. And uh, episode 18, which is B-Sides and Bits and Pieces, um, it was F-O. F-O. Four, well, I would say... Three, two... One, you're out of time, buddy, unless you've got something right now. Well, I know it's not France. It's the Faroe Islands. Bloody Faroe Islands. So you obviously haven't been checking on your stats at the Faroe Islands recently. I've lost touch with the Faroe team. (laughs) Oh, that's a shame. Uh, Okay. Good people. Good people. Good people. Can't be bothered to get in touch with them. (laughs) Well, I will do tomorrow. Good people. Good people, but don't trust them. Episode (laughs) 19. We moved on to the getaway part one, and this was an interesting, oh little, my word. an interesting little experience because, as a Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, I mm. approached this as my first listen of mm. the getaway. Um, this episode, and not only that, you admitted it, admitted it online. Now, if you want people to shout at you, mm. put that online. Put it online, man. Yeah. Say that you're running a Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast <laughs> and, you, and you haven't heard their most recent album. Hey, <laughs> believe me, buddy, you'll get shouted at. You'll get what you deserve. You'll get, you will be amazed how many people will communicate with you in capital, completely in capital letters. Well, they have to, that's the only way you can make a point when you're using text. No, I've never heard, and I've never seen the exclamation mark being used so much. I know. No one penny kisses. It's a gen- genuinely difficult time for, for all involved. Well, Luckily, it was, it was only you. It was only me. Now, this was also the episode... I had to pick you up off the floor, though. That's because I fell over because I was drunk. Yeah, it's different. Unrelated incident. Now, this is where that we close off this particular episode with, I think, what we unanimously agree is our favourite um, piece of audio of the year from the podcast, where we uh, talk about what fries are, what dirty fries are, Mm. whether you'd eat a cow, whether cows are hairy or furry, and that everyone is covered in leather. Mm. Uh, it was a lovely moment. Uh, we genuinely enjoy that, and uh, that will be tagged on at the end of this episode, uh, two drunk idiots talking about eating cows and the fact that things are covered in leather. Yes. We talked about the getaway, dark necessities, we turn red, the longest wave, goodbye angels and sick love. Hit me, brother. Well, I, I do like the longest wave. So I'm going to go with that. I also I also like Sick Love more than 
some other people I've spoken to. Me, for example. You, for one, yes. Who else have you spoken so, to about it? I'd be interested to hear. Uh, John. Frusciante? Mary Elton. Right, of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Elton. I call him John. Sure. Um, uh, uh, just because we... Yes, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you remember. Um, so, yeah, I like it. I like that song. You don't. And uh, nor do some other people I've spoken to. Who? Who shall remain nameless. Yes, I shall. John. <laughs> John, yeah, obviously. I, honestly, uh, I think out of these ones that it's still the getaway and dark necessities of the standout tracks for me on this, yes, on this first yeah. half of the album. Just two, I think, two great songs. Yeah. And you were blown away by them when you first heard them. Uh, well, I'd certainly heard dark necessities a lot pre listening. Yeah, but, yeah. but the getaway was a real eye opener. It was. Yeah, it was. It wasn't what you were expecting at all. And you'd had a few beers. So you liked it even more then than I think you probably do now. No, I really like it now because I've had a few beers now. Oh, really? Mm. It's all coming out. Uh, do you mean about the song or about the whole album? About the beers. All oh, right, that's that will be <laughs> <laughs> the song "The Getaway." I think is a truly great song. Yes, it is. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, wasting no time, we then moved on to the Getaway Part Two. Yes, and had you sort of sobered up to the concept of Part One? I'd sobered up. To the concept of part one? No, I just sobered up. But then I got re-drunk for part two, because we did that two weeks later. Oh, mate, you absolutely loved The Hunter. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you were going to (laughs) collapse. Well, this was one that we were under, I remember being under a a certain time pressure towards the end. Uh, Yes, we were. We didn't really get through Dreams of a Samurai uh, in... Properly. No, we said we'd revisit it, never did. (laughs) Well, not yet. I suppose we might do Dreams of, Dreams of a Samurai episode. Well, we can talk about that song when Josh comes on. Absolutely. Yes, we can. Uh, so on the Getaway Part 2, we had Go Robot, Feasting on the Flowers, Detroit, This Tonga Bonga 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 Wonga Honga, Encore, The Hunter, and Dreams of a Samurai. Mm. Of course, it was this episode where we patented our lubricant. It's not ours, though, so we should we can't say that because it is a lubricant. Is it? Is this where Liquid Silk was first said? Yes. Do you know what song it was for, then? Encore. Really? Wow. I, I did have forgotten about that. Yeah. So you're now taking the patent from Liquid Silk. No, I, we need to stress, stress quite clearly that uh, Liquid Silk own their own patent. Absolutely. I'll, presumably. No, I'll do it. I'll do it now. Um, this is an official message from the University Speaking podcast to the makers of liquid silk the sexual lubricant that we do not hold the patent to that particular sexual lubricant no we don't and i wonder who owns the patent for lubricant in general no one holds a patent for lubricant in general but we do own the patent for that particular chessboard well we do well do we or does baron von munchausen well do the four chilies do the four of those those people the red hot chili peppers now own it Rick Rubin's involved somewhere. He certainly is. Maybe he is a pattern to that particular chessboard. <laughs> we'll have to look into it. Um, if you, well, I will put it out there. If you know, listeners, who owns the patent to that particular chessboard, please email in to uh, bentansomusic at hotmail.com. Please do. And if your answer is proven to be correct, we will send you a badge. By any metric proven to be correct. Badge, yeah, oh, yeah. badge on the way. 
Badge in the bag. It won't say ambassador unless you apply for an ambassadorship because I do have At the same time. I have planes and ambassador badges. Two birds, one stone. Could get yourself a double badge. You could. That would be the first double badger. But that is the universally speaking promise. And we never fail. We never have. Moving forward. To I tried to shift a shitload of badges last week, but no one, no one wrote in. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they did, and I just didn't tell you. Oh, true. Have you been furiously sending out ambassadorships? No, I've been furiously lounging around my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was my country? Ah, right. Oh, cripes. Hang on. Uh, I've missed out a couple, I think. We've had Denmark. Yeah. All right, so we've got the two, dec- the two getaways. Yeah. First one was samtownsendmusic.ve. In Venezuela. Very good. The next one was samtownsendmusic.ro. Uh, Romania. Very good. Very good. Okay, so the next one was uh, episode 21, interim episode moving forward because we weren't able to record together anymore. Shit, we bricked it. Thought we were going to have to stop. Yes, we did. We bricked it. We went. We did an episode upon which we sang We'll Meet Again by Vera Lynn. Yes. Uh, but then some, some listeners pointed out that all we needed to buy was an interface and a couple of microphones, and we carried on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we had pretty much all the equipment we needed already. Well, we had to. <laughs> <laughs> That's not quite I know, we, bought, we had to we buy a computer. We had to buy a MacBook. Yeah, and I bought this microphone. I'm just glad. And, and a new laptop. Yes. Well, I'm just glad that we bought a MacBook with zero memory on it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, hang I, on. I, a reminder has just popped up on my MacBook. It says the, <laughs> the disk's almost full. I'll just clear that. Yeah, I would know. I've never seen it. No, because it lives at my house. I mean, yeah. what essentially, I, I got my hands on a MacBook that does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I own 50% of a MacBook that does nothing and I've never seen. Well, there you go. But, you know, happy. What a purchase. We bought the interface as well, and then we uh, we cracked on, didn't we? So we did. It was dot org this time. It was a charity, and uh, oh, yeah. this was the episode where you set up the Sam Townsend Foundation. I asked you about that charity. You said you'd set up the Sam Townsend Foundation. So interested, interested to see how that's going. It's been a slow start. <laughs> that's it. Has it been so slow that you've never thought about it since? It's been a slow start. <laughs> Okay, well, we better brush that under the carpet. And leave it at that. Leave this because you basically what you did was you set it up, did the .org, got the startup cash on the Kickstarter. Yeah, and then, bought a new house. Yeah, and then uh, done nothing else since. Yeah. Okay, episode twenty-two uh, came eight days later. We realised that we could continue to podcast, and it was called "We're Back." Uh, you were dot jm. Jamaica. Yes, it's the one where I thought the J was a G. So I was hammering away at Guernsey, uh, mm, Germany, yeah, yeah, all those, all those things that start with a G. Yes, yes, I think we were in the garage, weren't we? Oh no, we were, we were separate. Yeah, we were still separate. I'll let you know when we get back together. Okay, fine. So I'm flicking back over to these episodes. And what did we do? Oh, we just did. We just announced that we were back. We just, did we do No, we just announced we were back. That content was considered good enough. Good enough. Uh, next one was episode 23, video review number two. And you were dot SW. Dot SW. 
Crikey. Switzerland? Yes, I was going to say, we don't get that. Okay, so the videos that we looked at were Around the World, Californication, Scar Tissue, Go Robot, and Dark Necessities. Yes. What, what's a strange combination of videos? Uh, on the Go Robot video, we did talk about the fact that the Swan was wearing a peenie shield for quite a long time. <laughs> right, well, he is. <laughs> you can't you're convinced that you can see his peenie. I'm convinced. Yeah, well, I, and I remain convinced. Hmm. If you watch the Go, sure. Go Robot video, you can see the, the, the Swan's uh, extension. Uh, so mm. of those videos, which is your favorite? Around the World, Cali, Scar Tissue, Go Robot, and Dark Necessities? Uh, it's a choice for me between Cali and Scar Tissue. Okay. Pick one. I would, on the one hand, I would say Cali because it's iconic, but I'm going to go for Scar Tissue because I think it's stood the test of time better. I'm going to say, um, I think Scar Tissue is a genuinely iconic video, a genuinely iconic song, but I really do like the, uh, video for Go Robot because of all the Saturday Night Fever, um, mm you know, homage. It's basically a remake of Saturday Night Fever. I, re- I really like that. Fine. So I'm going to go with Scar Tissue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 24, bang around a bit more. Sure. Episode 24, Stadium Arcadium, part one. Wow. wow. This was when, yeah, this was when we became just fully aware of just how long Stadium Arcadium is. Well, it became with two things, uh, just how long Stadium Arcadium is, and also this was the, the real kind of we're shutting ourselves down in in lockdown. It was it was the height of the warm lockdown, lockdown one. Uh, it was, yes. Uh, I remember sitting outside on the garden bench listening to Stadium Part 1 with the House Ambassador. Thoroughly enjoying myself. I thought you'd killed that cuckoo. <laughs> can you re-strangle it yeah it's insatiable this cuckoo well done yes it was a difficult time for for everyone but you know we got through it and we find ourselves possibly on the verge of another lockdown well it's lockdown central rounder um we did the first mm. six songs and of course this was the the run of max feinstein the condenser who su- yes. supported us throughout stadium arcadium with his uh with his thoughts on uh, notes on each song. So the first six songs, obviously, are Danny, Snow, Charlie, Stadium, Hump the Bump, and She's Only 18. Charlie. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six. That is the first six. Charlie is your favourite there? I think so. Yeah? Okay, well, I'm going to go for Charlie. Okay. So, and my, my country? Your country was, well done... Episode 26, Stadium Marketing Part 1, no, episode 24, it was GH. Five. Ghana. Well done. Thank you. Okay, and we shall move on. Yes, we, we must.
The next episode was episode 25, live at Alcatraz 2006. Your dot was dot GA. Wow. Samtown's uh, music at dot GA. Gabon. Gabon, well done. I was going to say, don't tell yeah. me another revenue stream that you've lost. No, no, the, the Gabonese people are still keeping my pockets lined. Ooh, they certainly are. And what a gig that is live at Alcatraz, I have to say. It, it's the height of John's powers. The swan sounds phenomenal. Flea and Chad working their socks off. Can you put that down, beer down a bit louder next time? Sure. What a great performance. I absolutely love that show. Stadium Arcadium era. Yes. Uh, you know, you can't knock it until you've tried it. We tried it, and now we don't knock it. We don't. And before then, we couldn't because we hadn't tried it. Exactly. <laughs> but so, what, a, what a wonderful show. And um, it's brilliant. Yes, as you say, they're all, they're all at the height of their powers, uh, potentially. If anyone would like to listen to a full explanation of the trying and knocking, then just go back to episode 25 and have a listen to it. We, yeah. We probably spend about an hour and a half trying it. And then not knocking it. I don't think we knocked it much, did we? No, we well, but once we tried it, we didn't knock it. You can. Well, but as you said, we had to, had to, go we had through to it, though. try it before we couldn't knock it. I think. Who knows? I didn't realise you were going to continue talking about it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 26, Stadium Arcadium Part 2. We did the second six songs on Stadium Arcadium, which were Slow Cheater, Torture Me, Strip My Mind, Especially in Michigan, Warlocks, and Come On Girl. What did you make of that selection? Can you repeat it? Sorry, I was getting a bit. Yes, of course. Uh, because I've, I've drawn this on the back of my tab book, my book version. It's The back of the book is black, as you'll see, and I've drawn on it in black biro. So it's very difficult to say. Why I didn't just look at the back of the album is beyond me. Oh, Hank, I've got it. I've got it over there. Should have used uh, a Tipex pen. Slow, a Tipex roller. Slow cheater. Torture me. Strip my mind. Especially in Michigan. Special mixture. Warlocks. And come on, girl. Crikey. There's some strong ones in there, and there's some lesser ones in there for me. But I love Slow Cheetah, so I'm gonna gonna go for that one. Okay. So you're going for Slow Cheetah. I love Strippy as well. You love what? Strip my mind. Of course. Who doesn't? Who yeah, no, I've never met anyone who doesn't. And of course Strip My Mind is in the film The Boxer, so. Now Yes it is. I'm going to go for because of the lovely email we got from Jonathan Macker or Maker, again sorry Jonathan, don't know how to pronounce your surname. I'm gonna go through a specially in Michigan. The mitten yeah, oh, yes, of course, yes. The, the cinnamon, that, the trenary toast. Well, it was at that point that we were in full lockdown. Um, it was a Saturday. It was very sunny. I uh, did the research with Anna. And I found that if you do research and contribute something to the podcast, people w- do offer recognition. And I, I was touched. Yeah. Not touched enough to do any more research no. since then. Or do anything else. For the podcast, but you were touched at one time, weren't you? I will touch. Genuinely, briefly, genuinely touched. Yeah. Now, that was uh, samtownsendmusic.uy. Uh, Uruguay? Absolutely. How's that Uruguayan money stream going on? It's not bad. It's not one of my bigger ones, but it does bring me in about 3.5 million a year. Winners of the first World Cup? In, in Uruguay. 
So that's what they're famous for. The um, year? The year. Do you know the answer? I know the decade. Let's say the decade. The 1920s? I think it's the 1930s. <laughs> do you think or do you know? <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm almost certain. Dan Boyd, can you look that up for us, please? He's gone. He's gone. A researcher, gone. <laughs> okay, so um, episode 27 was a B-Sides and Bits and Pieces part two. I enjoy those B-Sides and Bits and Pieces episode. Let's flick yeah. through. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on, mate. Sorry. We both spoke at the same time on a delayed feed. Yes. Um, I, yes, I do too. Yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. I do too. And maybe we should do one in the near future. As well, certainly. Why not? Uh, this was uh, recorded just before you returned to work after the first lockdown. Wow. And you said that you didn't mind returning to work. Hmm. How do you feel about that now? Now that you've been back at work and you're going to work tomorrow. I think- I think it was probably just because I, I, I was living in fear that someone from work might listen to it. Sure. No, that's understandable. I've, all, I've also lived in that fear for a lot yeah. of this show. No, no, it's, uh, it was good to get back. We'll leave it at that, shall we? It's good to be back. It's good. To, oh, hang on. Who sings that song? But I, I, I probably won't carry that on just in case it's controversial. Just in case it's someone who's since been yeah, shamed. I think it might be Gary Glitter. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Probably best not to sing that then. We did Funny Face, Out of yes. Range, Mercy yes. Mercy, yes. A Certain Someone, yes. Teenager in Love, yes. and Rivers of Avalon. Some wow. good, good really songs. Good songs there. There. Yeah. yeah. Different songs as well, though, which makes it harder to choose. Well, I'll let you go first. I think you've got a penchant for Teenager in Love, don't you? I have, yes. I think I'm going to go for Out of Range, I really enjoyed. Rivers of Avalon is a great song. But the thing is, Funny Face is a great song. I don't think there's a weak one here, actually. No. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you chose Out of Range. I wouldn't be surprised if you chose Rivers of Avalon. I would be surprised if you chose Teenager in Love. I wouldn't be surprised if you chose Teenager in Love. What are you going to choose? I'm going to choose Out of Range. Okay, I'm slightly surprised. It's a great song, though. It is a great song, but rest assured that Teenager in Love comes in a very close second. Ah, oh, that does assure me in a number of yeah. ways. Rest. The next thing we did was episode 28, live at the Olympia 2002, released on the 19th of June with Dan Boyd. Um, we were back together. That was the first time we were back together in 2020 post-lockdown. We were in your garage. We were in the garage, yes. I believe you ordered a Rocco's pizza that night. I ordered a pizza from another pizza outlet. Did you? Which will will remain nameless. It shall remain nameless for contractual purposes. Sponsorship reasons. Um, Lovely to have Dan Boyd on. Um, We'd had Dan write in at... We got his email while we were having a family get-together at Christmas 2019. Just just pre-Christmas, yes. Um, and that gave us a boost that people were listening and were interested in the podcast. And we, we spoke to Dan back and forth on the, on the old, uh, electronic mail. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it was great to have him on. A highlight, right. highlight for me was making, <laughs> making, asking slash making a Scottish, a Scottish person, Scottishman say money, <laughs> <a> Scotsman, <laughs> say money, penny sex. 
after I did my Sean Connery impression. I'm happy to have a quick stab at it now. Yeah, I think you should. Money penny. No retrospective of 2020 would be complete without it. Money penny shacks. Okay, here we go. Money penny shacks. I, I can't believe you're doing that after so close to the passing of Sean. It's a tribute. I think we agreed that <laughs> at a previous episode. So that that was a, that was the first uh, guest on. His initials were DB. At that point, on uh, on on around the nineteenth of June, I questioned myself. Then, will we have another guest on whose initials are DB? And I thought the only way to find out is to carry on doing the podcast. See what happens. Sure. Big questions. What will the answers be? Uh, let's have a quick look at episode 27 and 28 for the old uh, websites. Okay, episode 27, B-Sides, Bits and Pieces, part two. Here we go, mate. Put, put, stick this in your pipe and smoke it. It's GW. GW. Uh, is it? Five, four, three. Can you this out? Well done. Supreme yes. answering there. And then live at the Olympia with Dan Boyd is uh, sandtownsendmusic.uz. Uzbekistan. Very good. Very good. I'm, I'm impressed. We then moved on to Stadium Arcadium Part 3. We, we moved closer together because we maintained a very strict social distancing uh, in the garage. Yeah, we did two or three in the garage, didn't we? No, we did one. Uh, (laughs) the next episode was in your dining room and it was Stadium Arcadian Part 3 songs 13 to 18 and as I just tried to angle my tab book correctly to see what they were they were Wet Sand, Hay Desecration Smile, Tell Me Baby Hard to Concentrate well it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you say well we did 21st Century as well anyway it's Wet Sand for me Okay, I think it it's gonna have to be hey for me. Hey, what would you say if I changed? Mm. Changed everything everything but my name. Um, what would you say? Fair play. Yeah, fair enough. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The next uh, and the uh, the dot for that one was episode twenty nine. Music dot vc. Here's a good one. Oh, man. Dot VC. I'll have a mouthful of beer. When I finish my mouthful of beer, you will be struck out. Okay. I don't think I would have gone for the thing that sprung into my mind. Um, well, what sprang into your mind? Vatican City. That's what I said. It's not. It's St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And the Grenadines. Mm. Yeah, it was a difficult one. This was the time when I was getting nothing because they were all completely ridiculous like that. Yeah. The next episode was, and I'm sure we enjoyed this one, it was Stadium Arcadium Part <laughs> 4. <laughs> it was songs ni- 19 to 24. Mm. Those songs were She Looks to Me, Ready Made, If, Make You Feel Better, Animal Bar, and So Much I. Pick, pick your favourite, mate. So much I? Yeah, I'm going to have so much I. It's a weaker section, that, isn't it? It is a bit of a weaker section. But we did, um, we did come but, to an understanding about the second, uh, second half of the album, didn't we? We liked it more than we thought we were going to, the second disc. We did. We did. I mean, I, 
it didn't. It doesn't surprise me that we liked it a lot more than we thought we would, because presumably we thought about it when we were sober, mm. and then we listened to it when we were drunk. Blind drunk, of course, yes. And I think at this point we'll also thank our contributor Jack Johnson, okay, Jack Fox. Of course, yeah, is this is this around the time he came on board, or was he already on board? No, he was. He was well on board. I've just written i've just made certain notes through the journey to to, to say stuff and i think jack has fellow podcaster yeah fellow podcaster go and listen to tide and inspired podcast uh yes. you can find that on all of your favorite downloaders he doesn't skimp he's he's on everything he this man covers himself across the board uh if that's a phrase now, <laughs> what Jack did was he wrote in and said that he'd like to contribute information and facts and his feelings about the drums on these albums because we weren't doing a particularly great job of it because neither of us are actual drummers. Yeah. And he's he, said, he said, you're shit. Hmm. I can do better. And I, yeah, I can do better and I will. And frankly, he can. Yes, uh, and he does. And he does. And, um, yeah, he, he has contributed since he became the Drambaster to every album track that we have done. Yeah, it's astonishing. And it is not, you know, it's not just a few words. There's, there's thought going into this and, and typing time. I don't know if he's a touch typer, but if it was me typing up those notes, it would take quite a long time. Mm. Would he bang his chair as loudly as you, though? That's the question. Absolutely not. <laughs> right. I'm going to have a, a big swig of beer. That would be nice if Jack could just let us know how many words a minute he can type. Jack, if you're listening, uh, if you can let us know how many words a minute you type, that would be super. Good. Sam, what was that? Stadium Part 4? Okay. Mm, yeah, we're moving up. We're, get, we're getting close. Sam Townsend Music dot L-I. Ah, Lichtenstein. You got it, brother. I gave you the thumbs up. Got it. Could have been Lithuania. No. Well, it could have been, but you got it. Yeah, got it. Okay. These are all more recent, you see. Yeah, I'll just get into a another can of sponsor. Give me a second. <laughs> another sweet can of sponsor. <laughs> sweet can of that wonderful sponsor. How's my moustache looking? Incredibly thick. I have to say, it's got to a stage now where I tried to eat a chicken noodle soup earlier, and it was very problematic. Yeah, you've got more bit more moustache than soup. Ned Flanders calls it the soup strainer, and I can now yeah. vouch that. I got yeah. nary a noodle in. <laughs> <laughs> but the good news is, though, that you're going to be allowed to keep the beer. Yes, but I will, well, in theory, but I'm not going to keep it at this full force. I will tame it down with a bit of a trim, because mm. I can't eat a bacon sandwich. I can't, if I cry... Can't eat anything. If I cry... Uh, mm. which I did during the Christmas watching of It's a Wonderful Life, sure. all of my tears gather in the edges of my moustache and drip into the corners of my mouth. <laughs> so, so, it's a, so it's a tear funnel? It's a, it's a tear funnel. It all got mixed up with the ketchup and uh, <laughs> from my bacon sandwiches and formed a teary, a diluted teary sauce. If you've got a, a decent moustache, it can be quite nice to if you have something for breakfast or whatever. Then you can sort of re-enjoy the salty flavours of it around eleven o'clock. Well, in the Roald Dahl book, the Twits, Mister Twit, is constantly finding food to eat in his beard, and uh, I'm now, for the first time in my life, experiencing that. So I now haven't shaved for about seven weeks, six weeks, mm. and I'm fully fungused. You are. It's it's impressive. Mm. 
And I didn't think I'd be able to impress you, but I, I finally done it. <laughs> oh, I don't say that. That's not very nice. No. But I'm just... Oh, you impressed my Christmas song for Vanessa, weren't you? Uh, you've impressed me twice recently. Yeah, the beard and the song. Uh, go to bentownsendmusic.net, uh, original songs, and you will hear Vanessa's most recent Christmas song. It's, called, it's very, very good. It's called The, Long, yeah, it's, the Longest Road. And it's performed by a man with a, a very impressive beard. And you play the, the cajon on it, don't you? I do, yeah. Played the cajon on it, which was always a pleasure. Never a chore. And we move on to episode 31, The Will to Death, part one. What an album. Um, what mate. Now, now you're talking my language. We are. Talk to me about... No, the bollocks about the chilies. Give me some Fashante solo music. Talk to me about a doubt, an exercise, time runs out, loss, unchanging, and the mirror. Pick a couple of favourites, because oh, I know right. that is a smorgasbord of quality. It really is. I'm, I'm definitely going to go for... Oh, God. Unchanging. I love unchanging. Great and thing. I also love... What was the last one you said? The mirror. Yeah, the mirror. I bloody well love the mirror. I'm having it. You sound like Liam Gallagher. You sound like Liam Gallagher sat, sat on a bangy chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm choosing it. Sit it. I'm having it, lads, on my bangy chair. Yeah. I'm, I'm not an Oasis fan. No. No, well, no, no, you're not. But you, you, but you do bang like Liam. Well, it's been said before. <laughs> In, <laughs> that was, I don't know whether that's a compliment or not. It was a euphemism. Okay, yeah. well, I think I must go for... Um, I'm. It's problematic here for me because yeah. there's some great songs here, but I will go for Time Runs Out and Loss. And I think Loss, mm-hmm. Loss is a song that holds a great deal of... Um, well, it's, it holds a really big place in my heart simply yeah. the times that we listen to it together during this era. I mean, we talked about it in the episode. Go and listen to episode 31. We'll talk about... Yeah, don't get bogged down in it now. We'll talk about us playing Pro Evolution Soccer. It's fine. Trezor Mourinho yeah. and all of that. There's no doubt that losses are great. It's, what, a, what a first half of that album. If you haven't listened to it, just stop listening to this mm. and go mm. to the wheel today. That's tricky. I don't think you should tell people to disengage from this. Well, they'll come back. Will they? Okay. Yeah, I'm sure okay. if you promise to come back, then you can stop listening. Listen yeah. to it and, and it, come back. Yeah, fine, fine. They didn't listen, fine. need to listen to the first half at this stage. Exactly. It's, it's not too much of a commitment. No, happy days. And your your podcast uh, your website is soundtownsandmusic.ss. SS. SS brother. How's that income how's that income stream going? What's the first word? You're out of time, brother. It's I'll give you the clue that you gave me. Okay. If you were going to sue someone <laughs> in the South. Uh, South Sudan. <laughs> if you're gonna sue Sudan. Well done. Yes. Uh, episode 32, we went on to Stadium Kelly in part five, and this was a big episode. We obviously did the last four songs on Stadium. Oh, shit, we got stuck right in. Storm in a teacup, we believe, turn it again in Death of Martian. And then we 
along with Max Feinstein, aka the condenser, aka Rob Rule, aka Rob Run, aka Spider, yes. we got condensing for quite some time. Wait, it took ages. I edited it down to about 15, 20 minutes, but it did take a long time. There's a lot to be done. Uh, so, out of those four songs, pick a favourite. I've got a clear favourite here. It's Storm in a Teacup, We Believe, Turn It Again, and Death of a Martian. Yeah, it's Death of a Martian. Okay, I pick We Believe. I thought you might, just to, because that I think that's the sort of fashionable choice. It's very, very fashionable now in 2020, <laughs> We Believe. That's one of the songs I picked to play at Black Star Records. Uh, on the on their vinyl system to listen to and mm-hmm. so thank you to pete moore because he sent us that stadium arcadium vinyl back god knows when and we've only just returned it yes we kept it for a long time but we will say visit blackstarrecords.com i'm just going to check their card hang on yeah they were very helpful and a very impressive store and they have a very good online presence so if you are in the market for a vinyl Support a local business and uh, go to blackstarrecords.co.uk, www.blackstarrecords.co.uk, or email them hello at blackstarrecords.co.uk. And they will provide you with a vinyl for, for, for a fee. Yes, a certain fee. They, won't, they might sponsor you, but you probably have to pay for it. It's unlikely. Okay, so we condensed it with Max. Um, yeah, that was. We, we, we can't start giving out sponsorship deals on behalf of Blackstar. No, it wouldn't can't. be right. It wouldn't be. Um, they've, they've, they've done a lot for us. They let us use, let us use their, their, their sound system and look what it's, look what it's cost them. Well, <laughs> millions. <laughs> millions. Yeah, everyone can have a sponsorship. Okay, <laughs> so that, what episode is that? 32. And yes, uh, this time it was dot .sb, samtownsandmusic.sb. You won't get this one. Oh, really? Yeah, because you were giving me such shit at the time. I'll have a mouthful of beer. You're done, brother. Uh, You're done. What about, what about, um... You're done. It's the okay. Sol- is, it, is it going? In it's Barbuda. It's the Solomon Islands. Uh, the Solomon Islands. Who's tr- who's twinned with Barbuda? I don't know. What's Barbuda? <laughs> it's a place in the in the world. We next moved on to episode thirty-three, the Will to Death Part Two. And what tunes we did: a loop, wishing far away, the days have turned, Helical, and the Will to Death. Mm. Just chat me through a couple of those. Well, I love a loop. Yeah. I always have. Yeah. Um, and I love. And when I said that, I was actually thinking of another song. Well, which one? Which one were you thinking of? Which one? Which thing? But I do like a loop as well, so I'll take it. Okay. Well, is it? I wouldn't have chosen it though. I think "Wishing" is a great song, and you, but you, and so the days have turned. So it's far yes. away. Yes. Uh, but you, I don't think you can look past the world to death. No, no, I don't think you can. I honestly don't think you can. And you were Sam Townsend Music dot N A. God, I've fallen off these more recent ones, haven't I? Yeah, it's because they're harder. Five, uh, four, three, two, one. Nicaragua, Nicaragua, boom, boom, Namibia. Now here, here comes a classic episode. Here comes a classic. What? 
<laughs> Here comes a classic episode, episode number 34. Let's quickly do the old uh, Dubri. It was dot .bg. Uh, you quickly get don't it. Know. Okay, it's Bul- Bulgaria. Ah, I've gone off the board. I'll ask you the, I've gone off the, I'll ask you the same question I asked in the episode. According to Red Dwarf, what is the capital of Bulgaria? Uh, yes, it's, uh, I've forgotten. <laughs> it's not null. It's London. Bulgaria. Bulgaria. <laughs> That's a pretty good listener impression. I'm going to do that one more time. Bulgaria. Do it again. Bulgaria. I know you're only saying that because you're looking at me. We can see what I look like when I do it. It's not bad. Bulgaria. Okay. So it was the Soul to Squeeze special. What an episode. What's an audacious episode. I think it was possibly our most audacious episode yet. It certainly was. We studied the recording sessions of um, Funky Monks documentary. Yes. Interesting. We studied the studio track. We studied the video. We studied live at Seagal. And we studied live at Calgary. A couple of points here. During the conversation about the video, you claimed to have ridden a gerbil. <laughs> and uh, and you squashed it. I stand by that claim. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, when we did the Flixwatcher podcast, yes. uh, everyone go to Flixwatcher podcast. It's absolutely great podcast about movies that are on Netflix. Um, Helen, who is one of the co-presenters, said that uh, Salt Squeeze was her favourite chili son. Interesting. So, what did you uh, make of that episode as a whole? As an idea, as a concept. As a concept, I thought it was it was very good. It was my concept. I just throw that in there. Yeah, um, it, it was it was it was it was good fun. It was good fun to look at a song that's got such a cult following to see and sort of break down all of the different aspects of it from the studio album to the live performances. To, just to enjoy it in its in its fullness was great fun. We had a lot, a lot to drink. Um, Shock, which was also big news. A long episode, wasn't it? So it led to consumption levels hitherto unseen. unknown. Yes, okay. uh, we moved, then moved on to episode thirty-five. Not in the early days, of course. Off the, in the early days, on the, on live at Slain, you were completely bollocksed. I can talk. <laughs> you can barely talk. Okay, episode 35, Off the Map Part 1, Sam Townsend Music. HN. Right, come on, son. Hungry. It's Honduras. You really Honduras. have gone off the boil. Honduras. Uh, uh, okay, so we talked about Part 1 of Off the Map. Surprise, 2001. Mm. That Dicky Rude uh, record of that portion of their career. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more than memory served, to be honest, and I thought the performances were a lot better. It's that, it's that young, virile, just back, body of a god for Shante. The swan is a bull in the china shop. Flea is, mm. Flea is great. Chad the Smith, Smith behind, banging on those drums, riding the ride of the bell, riding the, 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 the symbol. That kind of breakdown. Yeah. That's what well, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Smith banging on those drums. <laughs> the bell of the road and the rest of the road. Yeah. 
Uh, As you say, looking back at that period without watching off the map and just thinking about it, it's easy just to sort of overlook it. But it was a very important time. And it was a time when John was, as you say, sort of freshly back and just loving life. And they, the, the songs they performed during that period were some that then that they you know didn't, didn't do later on. So it is, it is a period that I thoroughly enjoy. And by God, the swan is torn. And by God, the editing is crazy. Yes, and by God... Freshante's pants change. And by God, the Freshante is freshly peeled, if you like. And by peeled, mm. I mean Sean. Oh, yes, yes. Well, you mean he's recently had a haircut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So that's how that We're going for peeling. <laughs> I'm just, just popping into town to get my head peeled. Just going, just going out to see Alice so she can peel my head. <laughs> There's not much left to peel, frankly. No, there isn't. I'll say stay the other. Uh, well, I say just peel one of theirs. Yeah, which one? Which one is she going to peel? Oh, one of the two. Oh no! Well done. <laughs> Very funny. Okay, so that was uh, off the map part one. We then moved on to episode thirty-six, and we're we're moving into the end game here. Mm. By the way, part one. That one. By the way, part one. You were Sam Townsend Music dot B. Jay, I'd be surprised if you get this one, actually. God, I need it. Five. That's how I feel every fucking fortnight. Five, four, three, two, one. He hasn't got BJ. Bosnia and Herzegovina. Dot Benin. Ben Benin. I mean, come on. I know, it's ridiculous. Okay, we looked at the first five songs on By The Way. Again, we've learned that you need to break it down macro no micro micro it down to fully understand it we look so by the way universally speaking this is the place dosed and don't forget me i mean you cannot tell me that is a exceptional start to an album a five lit Mm, a five lit if you will a fifer yes exceptional but there's one clear winner for me uh, yes, I think I know what you're going to say. Forget me. DFG, don't forget me. I mean, I've gone on record. It's one of my favourites of all of them. I I will go on record as saying Don't Forget Me Live is one of my favourites. Is is one of my favourite songs. And this might go, might fly in the face of everything I said on the episode. Who knows? But I have a very soft spot in my heart for all of those five songs. This is the place I think is sometimes overlooked. But Dost, Dost is a great song. I think I'm going to go for... Have a think. I will. Live. This is live thinking. I'm going to, I'm going to be brand specific and go for universally speaking. Well, I mean, you're just doing that because of the brand. Mate, the brand is everything. Uh, the brand is my life. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it is. Oh, it is. Okay, fair enough. On episode, you see how much effort I'm doing things I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> episode thirty-seven we went to off the map part two. Yes, we did. Now, have you got anything to say that you didn't say about off the map part one? Mm, no. 
some more live thinking there. Neither have I. So see, I they do in films when they're thinking. I made the thinking noise. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're like Joey when he does smell of fat acting. You made you made that yeah, face. Exactly. Uh, okay, that's how you do it. Off map part two, samtownsmusic.tn. More easy, this one. Is it? Trinidad. It's Tunisia. You're rubbish. I've gone off the boil to the point where I might as well not be put back on the heat. Here's a, well, here's a great episode coming up. A second guest on the podcast. We insisted that his first name be Dan. We insisted that his surname start with B. It was Dan... And we never knew how to say his name prior to this. His name, oh, we'd read the book. We'd read the book inside and out, front to back, back to front. I love the index particularly. Oh, you're an index lover. Dan Bogosian. Dan Bogosian. Dan Bogosian. Okay, fine. Uh, what a lovely, lovely man he was to have on. I think he's incredibly lovely. I think sometimes you know when within the first 30 seconds of talking to him, I was comfortable that we were going to be okay and it was going to be a good episode. And Mm -hmm. a man whose experiences in writing a book, in writing an index, in having such pressures as line as words per line, and you can change this, but it has to have the same amount of paragraph words or words per line. Went forensically into the detail of writing a book. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It was absolutely fascinating. And, and, it was an absolute pleasure. And, and of course, I outshone him with my incubus tail. You nearly outshone him. You nearly outshone him. You. I thought, I know what I'll, I'll, I'll throw in at the last minute to impress Dan because he's mentioned he likes incubus. I was in the same hotel as incubus in the same breakfast room. Yeah. And he, to be fair, he humoured me, didn't he? He, he, did, he, he did listen to your story. He did, and then he said, oh, I've interviewed Brandon Boyd a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely blown out the water by a PT boat from Havana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. he patrol torpedoed you. He torpedoed me right out of the water. And then I, we recorded that one on Halloween, and I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, top five or top six or seven, as it turned into, best horror film, yes. your favourite horror films. Horror. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's my genre, you see. Oh, you absolutely love it. You put in Toy Story, which was fair, I think. Yeah, yeah. Ghost. Ghost, which we agreed could go in. You, Tremors. Tremors, which is horror adjacent, but we, we said that it could go in. What else did you put in? Uh, you put in some... Oh, green, The Green Mile. Yeah, which we both, we all said was not a horror film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and something else, which was oh, Alien. Alien was that's fine. fine yeah, love, to be fair, you know, I was, I was, I was messing with you, really. Uh, well, it was a really great section. Um, as we move between, we're in this limbo period between Christmas and New Year at the moment for us. Uh, me and Vanessa have set up what we're calling the fifty-fifty film club, and so each day we are watching a film that the other person might not have ever watched before. Uh, and so I've watched a film called The Laramie Project, which Vanessa chose. And you have to go into each, each right. film with no preconceptions, no prejudices, and just sit and watch it. And then we talk about it afterwards. <laughs> it's quite fun. And last night, I asked her to watch The Wicker Man. Lovely. I raved about it. I gave it five out of five. You'll never guess what she gave it. Five? No, one. And ah. she said she'd give it zero if she could. And I said she wasn't allowed to. 
Nah. So that's it. If it, the fifty fifty film club is is roaring along at the moment, it's alive and kicking. It certainly is, and throwing out some serious serious scores. Really, yeah. And we both went for three for the Laramie Project. So interestingly or not, both films that we've watched so far have uh, got a, a an average of three. Yeah, mm. interesting stuff here on the University Speaking of Electricity Peppers podcast. Have you watched two? Yes, we've only watched two so far. So that was what was that off the map? No, that was that was, that was uh, Dan, Dan, Dan Danny Bog. Danny Bog Ocean. So, so you were none. You were just Sam Townsend music because you, had, you hadn't planned it, and that was when Dan Bogosian announced that uh, America is the new Coke, the new Coke of country. Yeah. He, yes, I'd, I'd forgotten to do my my sole task. Your only job. Again. Well, yeah. then we moved on to a, a very interesting episode, which was episode 39, I'm With You, live in Cologne, 2011. And I thoroughly oh, enjoyed this episode. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the source material is so strong, you see. It's very recent, very raw in the memory. It's burnt into the memory. Oh, those front lobes. Those frontal lobes. Just absolutely burnt in there. Yeah, it's incredible. Great show. And actually, much better, we've said it before, but much better than, than we remembered. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't fault it in terms of performance levels. And that, that, on top that absolutely loved that episode. Absolutely loved that show. And we, I then threw an idea out to you, or did you throw it to me? I can't remember. Um, oh, just just to skip back. I'm with you live in Cologne, SantanzoMusic.hr. Five, four, three, <laughs> two, one, boom. You are done, brother. It's Croatia. Oh, Christ. Episode 40. Whose idea was that? Was it you or me? To do Junk Chunk uh, ATP? Me. Oh, no, yeah, that was definitely me. 2005. Uh, dot D-O. Dot D-O. Five, four. Dominican Republic. Absolutely correct. Oh, I'm back. Yes, you're back, baby. I'm back, Frank Costanza. I'm back, baby. Uh, what a great show. I think we had such a great conversation about your experience there, which we touched on previously, but we'd never gone into in such detail. To have been there no. as a pr- must have been a privilege for you. Uh, Rumours you fed a bird butter, but they're unsubstantiated. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't report me to Greenpeace. No, for God's sake, don't. Because they don't care, they don't care about that. Report to the RSPCC. Yeah, or WWF. What the rest? Not the not the wrestlers, not the wrestlers. The pandas, yeah, the pandas. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what what a great episode! Um, what was your favourite performance out of that? We did talk about this on the episode. Well, song wise, yeah. I've, I've, I'm going to go for time tonight. I just loved that song, and yeah, it was just great. To hear. I'm going to go for the reaction when he he first starts playing Carvel. Oh and, yeah, and the I mean, thing in there. the whole thing's fantastic. It's, it's hard to it's hard to sort of differentiate any particular highlight because it was all such a highlight. And now we slip into episode forty-one, the last episode we recorded, 
by the way part two and we talked about the zephyr song can't stop i could die for you midnight throwaway television i claim to like 80 percent of the material can you remember the one that i was not so keen on well i think it's probably throwaway television You're correct <laughs> but what i would say is that this was the first time it became apparent that you didn't have a job because the standard of the social networking material was significantly improved. First time I've given up my job and taken December off. Yeah, and and then done something like that. You do some great work. Great work on Twitter. And Reddit and Insta. All of them. I'm all over the socials, mate. Yeah, God, Christ, don't we both. So quickly, throw it out there. What's your favourite one out that lot? Uh, I mean, can you remind, remind me what they were? Certainly. The Zephyr song, Can't Stop, I Could Die For You, Midnight and Throw Away. Yeah, it's hard to look past Can't Stop, but I do like the Zephyr song. Okay, well, what we'll both do is look past Can't Stop. And in that case, I'm going to go for Midnight, because I think that is a phenomenal song. Yeah, okay, and I'll go for this episode. I really like this episode. Great tune. Now, that is a retrospective of two boys talking about two boys, two men, two man-childs, talking, <laughs> talking about stuff they've talked about before. I just, I'd like to say, you are a middle-aged man. I'm 43, mate. I'm, You're nearly 50. <laughs> mate, do not rub it in. Do not rub it in. Well, how old are you? Thirty-nine. I found a book. Uh, you look like you're wearing a collar. Oh, yeah. No, it's because your your microphone's in front of your neck. Mi- Can you see yourself? Yeah. It looks like a shower with a collar. <laughs> it's my micro mat. It's my micro mat. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, I finished the book uh, and needed a new one to read, and I picked one that Vanessa had bought me that I knew she'd bought me. I opened it up and she put a note in the front of it saying, "It's two thousand seven. This is for your thirtieth birthday. How old are you now? And as I opened yeah. it, it really, it really brought it to to the head. Yeah, yeah. You need to um, stop getting older. <laughs> you, need to, you need to ease off. Are you on the age? Yeah, I ease off nothing. <laughs> That's the message of the university speaking. The Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. We ease off nothing, and as such, we never ease off on the socials, do we? If you would like to become no. an ambassador for this podcast then contact hmm. me on bentownsendmusic.net there you can find all the ways to contact us you'll find the emails there which is bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com apply to become an ambassador we'll send you a badge anywhere in the world um anywhere i am universally sam you are universally rhcp odd sam on reddit yes i am on reddit i'm unispeak hyphen rhcp podcast on Twitter, I'm at universally RHCP. Sam, what are you on Twitter? I am at Stack Townsend. And on Instagram, I'm universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. Boom. The brothers have done it again. It's another one in the bag. I've just pulled a muscle in my neck. How is that possible? You're doing nothing. <sighs> no, I was doing an internally controlled yawn. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to pass you over to two people talking about fries, dirty fries, chips, cows, furry cows, hairy cows, and all that kind of thing. Hope you all have a great 2021. Sam, would you like to say anything? 
Happy New Year to all of you. We'll see you on the other side. 2021 is going to be a good year for so many reasons, hopefully. So let's look forward to it and we'll see you there. As this goes out, it's already the other side. This will go out post New Year. So enjoy the last part, people. Bye. Happy New Year. I've got a question. Oh, yes. Is the album going to pick up in the second half? Oh, that is a damning... That's a loaded question. I was going to use the word loaded. That's a loaded fry. What's a fry? (laughs) (laughs) A chip. (laughs) Okay, let's just quickly process that. You're comparing my question to a bowl of chips with stuff on it. A dirty fry. Right, okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Bye. Yes, it picks up. I don't even think it needs to pick up. Why are you saying bye? <laughs> I'm trying to close off the podcast. You just start talking about chips. I don't think it needs to pick up. So far, I've been more than happy with it. Right. I've been, as, as you may have done, I'm sure I've expressed my feelings. Medium. I'm saying goodbye now. If you were a steak? I would be rare. Oh, not even medium. Well, it's not album related. It's just where I feed my steaks. Oh, yeah, I love a rare. I'd go blue. No, you wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I do. Well, I, like... I will just eat a live cow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will just go up to a cow and chop it up and have a munch out of its yes. side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, uh, only, the only thing with that is the the uh, the fur. A cow's furry. <laughs> <laughs> There's something on there. They're not hairy. They're covered. They're covered in leather. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all covered in leather. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're going to say goodbye. We're going to look into whether cows are covered in fur. Still